This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, did you hear the lady just going at it at this customer service rep online? Uh, it is amazing. I think this lady is possessed, okay? She loses her mind. She is fired up. Listen to this. We're going to talk about it in just a second. Get me through to a supervisor now! Record that guy on this call and get me to a supervisor now! Do it! Ma'am, there isn't any reason for me to... Ma'am... Okay, ma'am. All right. No! Okay. No! Okay, give me. No! Don't say another word to me. No! I'm going to put you on hold, ma'am. No! <laughs> she sounds like a mountain lion. I know. <laughs> what was she trying to say? Now. <laughs> supervisor, now. She was saying, meow, meow. I was looking online, and, and the comments everyone has to say is, oh, I can't believe someone would behave like this. Uh-huh, okay. And I must be the only person who thinks... What she did is wrong, but there had to be a reason she got there. Just what set her off? Right. What did the company do to her to make her lose her mind? I'm with you because after a while, it's like, dude, just send me to a supervisor. I don't need to keep asking you for this. Maybe it's one of these things. I have the things people hate about customer service. Okay. And trying to narrow it down to a list, uh, you know, a, a smaller list was hard. Of the things that we dislike about customer service, very difficult. But here's what they say, not being able to get a real human being on the phone. Oh, Now, she did get a <laughs> real human being on the phone because she was saying, now, you know. She was the one who didn't sound like a human being. Well, <laughs> that's true. But I don't mind the recorded that they work. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had to actually call customer service uh, yeah, Saturday, I think. Mm-hmm. And it... It was saying, if you've got this problem or this problem, say yes. And I'm like, well, I have a different problem. So I don't, what do I say? Mm-hmm. Say no. <laughs> well, yeah, and I operator, did. operator. Well, it took me worse. back to the main menu where I eventually got a customer service rep that barely spoke English. Lovely. Is that on the list where you? I just could not understand not what get, she that, was that's asking. That's not on the list. That's surprising because that's a big pet peeve. And then, <laughs> and then you ask a names like Ted. Yeah. yeah, my name's Jim, and, and you know that's not something that has nothing to do with what country you're from. But a lot of these people don't speak English clearly, and it just creates more of a difficulty because the company is saving money by hiring people in another country. Right yeah. now, this lady obviously was speaking English. The, the, not, I mean, not the lady that was complaining. She was <laughs> demonic. She was speaking demon. <laughs> All right, a salesperson who's rude or condescending. 
Yeah, I don't oh. do well with that. You need to talk to someone else. I can't take care of this problem for you, huh? I had that the other day, and this guy was trying to explain the difference between $25 and $50. And I was like, I understand basic math, not usually, but that one I got. It was so irritating, and he was so condescending to me. Uh, okay. Getting disconnected and then not being able to reach the same representative. So you, put, you gave him all that information. And then all of a sudden you get disconnected or, you know what, they realize they can't handle the problem and they're like, they just hang up on you. You know that sometimes is going on. It's like, I, I just, this is over my head and then they just hang up. Or they want to transfer you to somewhere else and it goes right back to the main menu till you start all over again. Okay. They say, getting- <laughs> hold, on, hold on, if that's happening a lot, sometimes it might not be them. It might it be you. Be. It could be. It's, it's like, never me. They're like, I'm not dealing with this person. I wasn't thinking of you. Kato. I'm polite. I don't get angry. Yeah, but you, some I, people are dumb. And they're like, I don't want to try to work with this person any longer. I'm not dumb either. I'm not talking about you. God, I hate you. You talking about me? No, I wasn't okay. talking about anyone <laughs> in particular. I'm just saying there are dumb people out there, and the person's like, I am not walking this moron through this. All right, things we don't like most about customer service, getting transferred to a representative who just can't even help you. Yeah. It's like, that's not my department. Let me transfer you to somebody else. Back to the girl you yes. just sent me to. Yeah. Yeah. All right, a company that either doesn't provide the customer service phone number or hides it from you. I've been, you know, sometimes I've had to take something back or or I want to take something back or send it back or just get information. You try to look up the customer service line. There's no way to do it. You have to text it in or have this chat thing going on with somebody that you don't here now and you got to text it in mm. you know you the text gotta, chat's pretty easy though uh, I don't but do you got to write you got to do it's not like doing homework yeah <laughs> oh boy it is it i is. can say let me transfer you back to the main desk it's kind of like when you have to select a ton of steps on your you know phone menu that's another you know like homework type thing like select one and it takes them forever to get it out like come on just get it out i can answer it if you just hurry up I'm sorry, that was Or they mine. give you an example for those that don't understand. Like, for example, if your number is, I'm like, just let me put my yeah, number yeah. in. And I don't need instructions because you just say, put your phone number in. And they got this point where you're trying, you're pushing the button and it won't let you answer until they're done speaking their yes. sentence, the robotic sentence. You ever uh, press the button and it restarts and uh, you're like, no, what have I done? Y'all, y'all, y'all beginning to understand why this woman was possessed. <laughs> All right. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Being on hold for a long time is something that people hate. Half hour yeah. Saturday. Oh, God. Okay, so we were dealing with a federal government issue with our passports once. My wife literally walks around the house eight hours with yeah. her phone strapped to her uh, belt and a spare battery plugged into it till they answered and told us they couldn't help us. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. Department of State. Representatives who keep asking for the same information, like you get you give the yes. information to one, then you get transferred to another, and they want the same thing. That's another pet. And page. you type it in at the beginning. Please type your account number in, yeah. and then they're like, you get to the person. What's your account number? I'm like, I already gave you that information. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I don't have it on my screen here. Then why did you need it before? Yeah. Finally, they say when the solution they propose is useless. It's oh. like- <laughs> have you tried restarting your computer? Yeah. Yeah. Or you know, you get through, you talk to them, it's like, well, that's about the best we can do there. It's kind of like when we get those reverse crank calls and people are asking us for help on their, you know, cell phones or phones here. Yeah. But we don't work for that company. We don't work for them, but we never give them good advice. I feel like that you should have some skin in the game. And I think, like for example, when a customer service agent says, "Well, have you tried rebooting your computer?" and you should be able to say, "You know what? I'll go with you on this." But if that doesn't work, 
then you owe me a hundred dollars. <laughs> You're bargaining with them. No, because <laughs> here's the thing: you know it's not going to work. It's like 99% of people, it's not going to help, but they want to do it to weed out those few people. And I'm like, listen, I'm smarter than that. I've already done this. So if it doesn't work, I want something for it because I'm wasting my time right now. Yeah. Let's get to the real problems. Yeah. Now, if you have any complaints about the Hawk and Tom show, I'll be waiting. (laughs) We have no comment line. (laughs) No complaint lines. Exactly. I'll take your call. (laughs) I wasn't on the list, but imagine if you got me. Like you called in for customer service and you got a Tom. You're usually nice, though, to people when they call in. I feel like I just deal with a broken computer at exactly. that point. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I got in trouble in church on Sunday. <laughs> well, I got in yeah. trouble with my wife and my kids, not with the pastor, thank goodness. Um, okay. But. Uh, my wife at one point basically just looked over at me and said, are you 10 years old? Oh, well, okay. And I I realized she was right, but okay. I, I don't know what to do about it because mm-hmm. I don't know if you have ever seen a map of the Jordan River area. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so a lot of times like in church, they've got the big screen up there and they'll show you where Jesus was walking and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And so um, they were basically, uh, Perry was talking about this at Brookwood and he was talking about how they were walking across the, the river and mm-hmm. uh, God basically did another Red Sea thing. He parted the Jordan River under floodwater circumstances. Perry did? No, the God did. Oh, Perry was just telling <laughs> us about it. I get confused in church, too. Yeah, okay. And uh, so he was showing us the map, and he was talking about this area they had to go through mm-hmm. that I think in modern times is called Acacia Grove. Acacia Grove. Because they use Acacia trees <laughs> are there, I guess. Okay, yeah. But in biblical times, I'm just going to read the spelling because I don't trust myself to say the pronunciation. Because, will we get in trouble if you do it? Possibly. Oh, okay. Well, then that like hawk said. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now, Perry said it in church, and okay. no one but me giggled. Um, but it's spelled... It's it's Abel A B E L dash S H I T T I M. That's what I did, and my wife and kids turned and glared at me, and several people nearby. But I'm like to hear your pastor saying what sound like the well, S well, word, which is just a tacky word, I'm right? Like, it's not, not like you don't a, want to teach your right. kids that, yeah. But uh, they all looked at me like I was. Ten. Ten. Well, you, you really were. <laughs> but, like, but it was funny. Yeah. Let me ask you, did your wife have little Ziploc bags of snacks for you during church? No, I bring my own. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I didn't you can, know. You can eat in church now. They got like concessions. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. They, yeah. they, they cut ours off at, at uh, when the sermon starts because people were going out oh, during, and so yeah. they just had to shut that part down. Uh-huh. You can get them before, but not once they start singing. It is funny when you hear, I guess, the pastor say something like that. Right. Like, yeah. I, I got in trouble as a kid at church camp because mm-hmm. there's a story about a guy named Balaam who has a donkey. Yeah, yeah. And the donkey sees the angel of the Lord and he won't go any farther. And of course, they don't call them donkeys in the Bible. No, they do not. Um, they call yeah. them, well, you know, you've heard the term jackass, and sometimes right, yeah. they don't even say jack. Right. And yeah. so it was <laughs> talking about Balaam beating his donkey. And yeah, you're like, Balaam yeah. smote his donkey, and Balaam was beating his donkey. And you're like, that's funny whenever you're a kid. And even. But they don't say donkey. They don't say donkey. So he's beating his own 
All kids, all, but, all kids do. They're, they're going to giggle there, and apparently some adults do. Well, then that maybe the pastors or these school Sunday school teachers shouldn't read that particular story to the well, kids. Well, you can't knowing. leave a whole story out of the Bible just because they got a bad pronunciation. Yeah, no, here's can. what they need to do is be like the weatherman, you know, like uh, just sit there and point it out and say, now in this area, this is where God did this. I'm not going to mention the name of this area, but over here and get your little pointer out. You do it like pin the tail on the donkey for that story. And this is where he was beating him. Oh, <laughs> it's kind of like whatever the weatherman's like in in Sugar Tit, the high today is 62. Yeah, yeah. But it's the name of a town. Yeah. And it's not dirty like it sounds. So and I don't know why I can say that, but I can't say this other know, thing. But I'm really uncomfortable saying it on the radio. Well, sure. I um, awkward just now. I know. This whole conversation, I'm like, oh, gosh. Well, my, my kids are at that age, too, where they're like, you know, I heard this in school. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you talk about even Clemson, Carolina, you know. You got no, I don't. No, I, I don't either. <laughs> Clemson, Carolina, the oh. Gamecocks. Oh. Like, my kids wouldn't even say that. And I'm well, sorry. It's that okay. isn't Clemson at all. It's just Carolina. Um, That's why we were confused. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> Carolina Gamecocks. Right. The kids like that don't want to say that. Because, they don't? Yeah, they See, don't See, I'm that. the other way around. I'm like, let's say that. Yeah. That's funny. Is it okay <laughs> to say that? And I've said, of course it is, kids. Only it's just a rooster. Okay. But, you know, as little kids, they're just kind of curious and they have thoughts about that and they don't want to say the the word. As an adult, it's awkward. It's mm. funny. It's weird. It's like saying that stuff. I don't know. I always drop out. I'm like, you know, the Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> it's they, weird. They I think don't. that makes it worse. Maybe. <laughs> it really does. If you beeped it out, you know, what if the sports announcer was going, you know, Carolina game beeps. That would actually be funny. That would be good. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was, I got pretty much called out in church well, for sure. giggling at the name of a biblical place. Yeah. And apparently there's more. No, there's plenty. plenty so, yeah, I, I started down that road on the Internet during church. Yeah, after that laugh, you should be reading Revelations because... Uh... <laughs> What's in Revelations? Is it funny? <laughs> <laughs> there's not, not a lot of funny yeah. stuff in Re- 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 Revelations. God's not laughing at you. You well, know what? Well, well, they say think, that we're made in his image. Yeah, and he is humor. He's got humorous. a sense of humor. He, he can a, a take a joke. Ten-year-old he boy. He called me. I'm impressed the preacher got through it without giggling. I know. I know. <laughs> he did not. Period. <laughs> that an eye. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, nearly 40% of people make resolutions not even for themselves. Really? Who do you think they're making a resolution for? <laughs> oh, man. My wife's probably made one for me. Can you imagine if your significant other made your resolution for you and you had to actually abide by that? I can. Okay. So I in church, I mentioned this talking about church yesterday, is my wife, Perry, asked, is there anyone here who feels like that God has a specific mi- mission for them to accomplish? And my wife raised her hand, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God, I hope it's not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but, yeah. but, yeah, you, people do. They will make a mission for someone else. Yeah, maybe if you did a New Year's resolution for your coworkers. I mean, how do you do that? Hey, yeah. let me tell you where you need to improve next year. Yeah. I know yeah. how. Like, what if they want you to eat healthier, and they're the one that cooks? Okay. The next so, thing you know, you're eating like fried kale. Well, you're it's fried. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, I think your significant other could actually make a New Year's resolution for you, and exactly. you not even know it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't see that going over well, honey. I made you a New Year's resolution. We're gonna get rid of that pudge. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you um, look at me? <laughs> well, that you just happen to be sitting that there. Sorry. Happens. I can't wait since the holidays. Thank you. <laughs> well, nearly forty percent of people making New Year's resolutions are doing it for their pet. 
Oh, well, yes. see, they don't even have a choice in the matter. Exactly. <laughs> they want their pet to get more exercise and lose weight. Well, if that's the case, you need to do it, too, apparently. I don't think you have a choice. If you have to walk your dog more, you're going to get more exercise. Well, we've all heard the old cliche that people look like their dogs. <laughs> but would you be surprised to find out that people and their dogs tend to socialize, eat, and even learn new skills in the same way? That is not true. I've never sniffed anyone's bottom. <laughs> I don't hike my leg when I pee. Yeah. I feel like we're very different. You can't scratch your belly with your foot. There's a lot of things he does I can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, they did some research on this, and 66% of extroverted people have extroverted dogs, and there's a 65% chance that an introverted dog will have an introverted human parent. Now, that's kind of true, but my dog has me and my wife, and she's outgoing, and I'm introverted. Okay, yeah. And he's so both. He's bipolar. Yeah, he is. <laughs> is, he, is he when he goes outside? He's, it's yeah. weird. He used to attack every dog that uh -huh. he could, and my wife trained him out of that, but he does seem like he's introverted sometimes. Okay, if you are a choosy eater, apparently your dog is three times more likely to be a choosy eater as well. How? Kibble is kibble. Like, what are they being picky about? I think a lot of times you feed the scraps from the, you know, from what you're eating. Right. Like, I want to throw them a French fry or something. And so that's the way they become the same eater. Or you cook them food. I told you that time yeah. I was at a friend's house, she always <laughs> ate healthy, and she yeah. had something cooking on her stove I went to dip out of onto my plate. And she goes, oh, no, 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 that's the dog food. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you cook your dog I'm, food. I'm letting it marinate throughout the day. Yeah, it, it was simmering. A lot of people yeah. do that. Spoil their dog. Well, it's like I think uh, you mentioned simmering. Boiled chicken is supposed to be very healthy it for them. delicious. Okay. <laughs> that's what the dog said. He was like, get out of my food, dude. <laughs> All right. And they say if you identify as a lifelong learner, there's a 72% chance your dog will be good at learning new tricks. Now, I've, I thought about that. If you are a learner already, you're probably getting books on how to train your dog and get them to do things or get them to eat a specific way. You're probably more likely to have uh, hire a trainer or go to a trainer to have because you constantly want to learn. And so the dog has to learn because you are a learner. Now, is it true you can't teach an old dog new tricks? <laughs> it's not true. We tested it. Really? Because yeah. I, I have a friend, love her. Yeah. Their dog's awesome dogs, but every time we get on the phone talking, their dog is just barking in the background nonstop. Yeah. And I said, you know, first off, you need to train her not to do that. She goes, oh, she's far too gone to be trained for that. I'm mm -hmm. like, I don't think she, I think it's you're too true. lazy to do it. But My husband true. taught my dog how to whisper. Huh? And so really? when he barks, you'll go whisper, and he'll go... Hur! Instead of like a full-on bark. Oh, cool. It is that's the cool. cutest thing. Yeah. He don't listen to a word I say, but that is the cutest thing he does. So he, so he taught the dog, or is he trying to teach someone else? He's probably doing <laughs> He's like, hey, while you're here. He hadn't had any luck with that <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, he hasn't taught you that, huh? What? Okay. <laughs> so if you're hurt or late coming home, 90% of dog parents or people that own dogs believe that your dog is actually worried about you. Mine was. Okay. <laughs> Because they're worried they're not going to get home to give them some food. Yeah, my, my dog, I can go outside to the mailbox and come back in, and it's like I've been gone all day. It's yeah. like he's always happy. He's like, oh, man, you're back home again. Good. It is the best feeling. And then your spouse is like, oh, hey. You're like, well, at least the dog loves me. <laughs> well, 79% of the people, they say their dogs can feel embarrassment. Oh, mm. yes. Yes, put a tuxedo or something on it. <laughs> yeah. I had Daisy uh, cut her hair cut, and they had went all the way down. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. it's the first time, and I didn't even recognize her, and I got her back in the car, and I looked down, and I started laughing. <laughs> she knew I was laughing at her, yeah. and she went crazy, barking at me, and I'm like, 
chill. Yeah, It'll bless grow back as yeah. just hair. They do. Then you can see them look embarrassed sometimes. Yes. Or maybe when you catch them pooping in the floor or something, you see how they got their head down, yeah. their tail down. Yeah. That's different. I, they know they're in trouble. I'd be embarrassed too. <laughs> 93%. Are certain that they've seen their dog smile before. Mm. It's funny to see the dog smile online. Now my, yeah. my dog has an underbite. He looks like he's always smiling. My, my, <laughs> Daisy did too. Yeah. Mm. To, oh yeah, it was mm. an overbite. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was trying to demonstrate. Your dog looks like some cartoon, and I don't know that I've seen before. But like you said, it always looks like he's smiling. Yep. And uh, they say 79 percent of dog owners say their dogs consciously and actively attempt to comfort them when they see them crying or a kid's hurt or if they are hurt. Now, and, and I know I've seen my dog lick the tears of my kid's eyes. He likes the taste. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes over and licks me if I feel sad. And when I was a kid, I would talk to my dog. I've told you that because I felt like she understood. She was like, <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. Okay. 55% report their dogs look at them with loving eyes that communicate deep emotion. I don't see that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the look Coda's given me. I think it's more of like peasant. My food bowl is empty. Your Go dog, fill it. Your dog acts like a cat. He does. And 52% <laughs> say their dog is able to accurately sense when they are sad. Hmm. I think so. That's yeah. partly because you're giving them a lot more attention then. You're coming to them and asking for all that attention from them. They're like, oh, no, he's sad. Yeah. Like when you're happy or whatever, you hardly pay him attention. You know, in his mind, he's going, can't he just get a therapist or something? I mean, <laughs> instead of petting me. I mean, Tom's got to know everything about everything. I mean, he's not even a pet, and he answers questions. I have a him. pet. <laughs> like he knows. He's not even a pet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what his wife says, anyway. <laughs> oh, on a chain at home? His dog's over him. <laughs> I mean, what's our dog thinks? Well, I can tell you what they're thinking. I'm like, how do you know? I think I know when some of the things they're not thinking. Mm-hmm. I think when they say, oh, my dog is looking deep in my eyes with love, I don't think that's true. Because you've never had it happen. I oh. have. Oh. <laughs> Your dog hates you, dog. Your ferrets have never looked you in the eye. <laughs> my oh, ferrets that. are different. <laughs> Stop picking on him. Okay. I'm All sorry. right. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. All right, I want to help you guys out with something that could make a difference in life or death. A lot of times you hear about people who find themselves in a situation where they have to go to the emergency room. Yeah, yes, yeah. they make times. a critical mistake. Well, yeah, it's celebrities that died doing that. Which part? Uh, who was that, that funny comedian, country comedian, Leslie Jordan? Yeah. Well, he yeah. wasn't driving himself to the hospital. Well, he wasn't. I thought. I thought I he was. I think he was just. His was a, just. A, it just happened okay, all of a sudden well, while he was driving. I misunderstood. I had a buddy. He had a heart attack. He drove himself to the hospital and ran off the road. And he's not oh, with us any longer. No. Yeah. I thought I was having one one time and drove myself to the hospital. Did you really? It's just uh, a panic attack. I yeah. seem to be having those often. We uh, we have a friend of ours who's a dentist who did that, mm-hmm. but he did survive. Yeah. And uh, I don't. So. Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's, you want to well, be careful. That's not what I'm talking specifically about, oh, okay. though. All that right. is one of the things. Okay. They say don't drive someone or yourself to the hospital. Um, they say it's almost always better to call an ambulance because they can start treating as soon as they get there. Because you're like, oh, well, the faster I get into the hospital, the better. But 
the ambulance can already start treating them. I agree. So and if you just think it out logically, it's going to take you the same amount of time to get there to the hospital. Well, as an ambulance can get there probably a little bit faster. Maybe even faster, yeah. Oh, no, you ain't seen me drive. <laughs> That's, she's right. <laughs> uh, I, I'm too embarrassed for an ambulance to roll up in my neighborhood <laughs> oh, with the sirens on. <laughs> so I literally would have to tell them to meet me down the road at oh, a wow. convenience store or something because I'm not, I don't want my neighbors coming out seeing all the lights at, you know, middle of the night. I had that happen one time because I smelled this weird smell in my apartment and someone said, oh, well, that means that you've got a wire fire going on. So I called the local fire department. I'm like, if you could just bring like a couple guys, just check it out, whatever. They pull up three fire yeah. trucks. That I'm like, <laughs> there's no actual fire. I'm so sorry. It, it, my husband's just a bad smell. <laughs> having here. Yeah, a woman called on the fire department. Just send a couple of guys over. <laughs> I mean, what do you think they thought was going save to Save me. Save yeah. me. <laughs> Help me, please. <laughs> they were like, we're going to have a party tonight. Uh. Okay. So, yeah, say it's uh, better to call an ambulance. They can start treating. And if you're trying to focus on driving while you're also checking to see if your kid is in trouble or not, it's hard for you to focus on the driving. Well, even the other person, let's say it's an adult, you're driving there. Right. You know, and their heart's palpitating and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, you acted like it just was a kid. No, I didn't. Like, you just took it that way. I thought, I'm I saying did. anyone next to you that's there, okay, but right. your kid would be one example. Years ago, my dad um, actually was having a heart attack, and wow. my brother drove him. Oh. My dad, he said he drove so fast, he would look at my brother going, man, boy, you're going to kill me before I get there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then you're afraid maybe I'm going to give him a heart attack. But okay. he got in there. My brother got in okay. there. Okay. Um, they also say don't call your loved ones first. Sometimes you panic and call someone for advice. Call 911, then you can call your family members, which is not true because they probably aren't going to get you off the line at that point. But still, you should call 911 immediately. All right. Okay, because you're sitting there thinking, well, Aunt Sally had something like this go on with her mom. Can you call her? Yeah. yeah well, I wasn't yeah. quite going that far, but you might call your dad. Be like, Dad, what do I do? You know, the car fell on Johnny, and I don't know. No, yeah. just call 911. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay. Um, also, they say don't leave someone alone at the ER. Mm-hmm. People in pain can't always make good medical decisions or stick up for themselves. I agree. So don't just drop them off and then immediately pop out to go get some fast food. Uh, I used to know a friend who has, uh, his wife was a nurse and she would say, always have an advocate for the patient there. Yeah. But how close are you to that friend? Like, where you just happen to be there at the party or whatever, and you're driving him, and you're like, ah, you know what? I got, I got to go. I got things to do. You got sick before they brought dinner out, so I got to go. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to tell the paramedic if I'm in a, an ambulance, hey, you can got to stick around for a minute. Yeah. You just can't drop me off and leave. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> All right. And finally, don't forget a phone charger. Obviously, you don't want to like stop in the middle of emergency. But if the ambulance has already taken them and you're just going to the hospital and meet up with them, oh, grab your because you're supposed to call nine one one first. Well, everybody's got an emergency phone charger in their car, don't they? I don't know. Do you? Uh, no. You, you do you mm-hmm. tour? Yeah, you have emergency. Okay, Kato. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. there's one I in used my it car. Yesterday, uh, Saturday, actually, it, I used it. It's like in a little bitty glass container, and I got to break the glass in case of emergency. <laughs> <laughs> With a tiny hammer. Yeah, <laughs> but I was thinking you were think I was thinking the person in danger, like oh, I got to get my. Right. My charger before the ambulance. Picks Hold me on, up. Johnny. I know you're about to fall out of the tree. <laughs> but yeah, you're No, and here's the thing. They say you obviously shouldn't stop in the middle of the emergency, but if you're following him to the ER, try to bring one because it's really common for people to rush <laughs> to the hospital 
than be there for six to eight hours and they run out of power. It's like not funny, but it's also kind of funny to think someone's in an emergency and you're like, oh, I forgot my phone charger. Well, you got to make all those posts on Facebook. You want everybody to see what's going on. (laughs) You said you can't stop in the middle of an emergency. I'm thinking on the way to EMS, taking you to the hospital. Hey, Bojangles is open. Could you pull through the (laughs) drive-thru and get me a biscuit? And whip through that Walgreens while you're at it. I need to get a phone charger. (laughs) (laughs) And a prescription. Uh, All right, so those are some things that do you guys remember any of them uh, what i was afraid of that <laughs> yeah okay call 911 call my dad first no that is not what we said oh call mama first oh god you're gonna die <laughs> probably <laughs> hey no that's gonna be just here in a minute because tom's gonna kill you yeah <laughs> i'll call 911 it's the hawk and tom show on b 93.7 this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.